0: Oh hi there. Donald of the Talkno Podcast here with our first video cast. Well, actually technically this is our second video cast. Our first video cast was a highlights video of an anime LA that I put together like over 9,000 years ago. All right, let's call this our first real video cast. I've actually been wanting to do this for quite a while now. This is not a response to the video that the DJ City and Gladiator of TJX recently put up. Well, okay, I'm lying. It actually is a response to the video that they just put up, but I really have been wanting to do this for a while now. Anyways, what I'll be doing in these video casts is, well, obviously, I'll be bringing you video from anime conventions, um, highlights videos, interviews maybe in the future, but we'll also be exploring other aspects of Japanese life and culture, because, well, if you read the, uh, about this podcast page on our website you'll, you'll see that that I say we will occasionally delve into other aspects of Japanese culture see I, a nice I gave myself a nice little out there um, in particular for today's video we'll be looking at food because well we all have to eat and I'm sure a lot of anime has food in it or is about food or cooking now, back a couple a uh, couple months ago in my um, Anime on the Cheap Part 1, I mentioned that one great thing to do at anime watching parties is to get together and stuff Inari pouches. Um, you probably you may have wondered, well, what is that? How do I do that? Well, I'm going to show that to you today. So without further ado, let's get on to the video cast. Welcome to the Yotaku no Podcast Test Kitchen. Today, we're going to be making Inari Sushi. Now, you might be saying, wait a minute, sushi, mm, raw fish, I don't know. Actually, that's a misnomer. Sushi does not refer to the raw fish. When you say sushi, it actually you're actually talking about the rice. Um, so, there can be sushi with raw fish on it and that's the uh, most common variety. There can also be sushi with cooked fish on it. Um, For example, unagi is basically a, a eel that's been boiled and served with a sweet sauce. Tamago is basically an egg omelet with various other things in it and kind of folded and stuck on top of sushi rice. And what we're making tonight, inari, Is sushi rice stuffed inside of a soybean curd uh, pocket that's been fried and in in a sweet sauce. It's really good, really tasty, pretty cheap, easy to make. I spoke about this a couple months ago when I did the anime on the cheap segment and I said it's a great way to uh, have food while you're watching anime with your friends. Basically set out a huge bowl of sushi rice, a big bowl of Inari pouches, and just sit there and stuff Inari and watch anime while you're doing so. Anyways, Like I said, it's pretty easy to make and doesn't require that much in terms of ingredients. So, speaking of ingredients, let's see what we need. First of all, obviously, you'll need rice, but not just any rice. You need Japanese short grain sushi rice. Um, It has to be short grain because sushi rice has to be sticky to be able to stick together. Long grain rice will not work. You might be able to get by with medium grain rice, but Really, it's best to get go with the short grain rice. This is um, rice select. I picked it up on Amazon. I got four of these tubs for about uh, twenty bucks or so with in, plus shipping. Pretty good. This stuff lasts forever. Um, one cup of rice makes roughly three cups of uh, cooked rice, which is enough to feed well a lot of people. Um, again. You could find this online, you could also find it at your, you know, any, almost any Japanese or Asian market, even some larger supermarkets that have international food sections in them. Um, Look for the package, if it says short grain or sushi rice, you're in pretty good business. Um, And worst comes to worst, ask the uh, person behind the counter, I'm sure they'll be able to help you out. You'll also need uh, seasoned rice vinegar. Now note, it has to be seasoned rice vinegar. Um, sushi vinegar is actually rice vinegar with some sugar and some salt mixed in. Now you could mix it yourself, but you could also just buy the, the pre- pre-mixed stuff, which is a lot easier. You'll also need inari pouches, and this is what makes inari sushi, inari sushi. These are fried, like I said, these are fried little, little soybean um, curd pockets fried in a sweet sauce. Again, pretty much able to find these at any uh, Asian market, um, or again, even some larger supermarkets that have Asian food sections, ask the person behind the uh, counter. If it says Inari, and if it looks roughly like this, kind of like brown, rectangular little pouches, you're in good business. This is this is a Japanese medium green rice. Again, like I said, if you can get the short grain sushi rice, that's better, but if you can't, medium grain rice will sort of work. It, the consistency's not quite right, but it's better than nothing. And lastly, you'll need, you may or may not need, wasabi, uh, which is Japanese pickled uh, horseradish. Um, it comes in two forms. There's a tube form, which is basically a paste that's already made. You just squeeze it on like a toothpaste. Or you can get the powdered form, which you have to mix with water in the, the proper proportions. Just get the tube stuff. But you may not want wasabi at all. I mean, I've never heard of anyone using wasabi on inari sushi before. But hey, if you like wasabi, or if you want to be weird, knock yourself out. So that's it for ingredients. We'll also need a couple of pieces of equipment to do the job. You're going to want a rice cooker, first of all. Um, you can technically cook rice at a pot on the stove, but it's really touchy and really not the easiest thing in the world to do. Commercial rice cookers are pretty cheap. You can get them for as low as, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks, but, and you can get them as high as you know, 150, 200 bucks. If you can swing it, one of these newfangled fuzzy logic rice cookers are really the best way to go. You can get them, I think if I, I paid 100 bucks for this one, it's a Zojirushi pretty good uh, Japanese brand. Um, they make the best rice, I think, and it's really just dog simple. Pour in rice, pour in water, press the button, and you and wait for you know, 20 minutes or whatever, and boom, you're done. Really, I recommend the, the uh, rice cooker approach. It's really the best way to go. You'll also need a mixing bowl. Just any mixing bowl will do. Um, and a wire mesh strainer. Again, pretty common, you can get these like for a buck or something at at a, you know, at a dollar store or that sort of thing. You will also need a wooden rice paddle. Again, look at your uh, Asian market, Japanese uh, market. Uh, You'll probably find it there. And a fan, or you can get by with like a paper plate. You know, you can just use a paper plate as a makeshift fan if you want. That works too. You'll also need one of these. This is a traditional wooden Japanese rice tub. Uh, also known as an oke. Okay. Um, you really need this to because when the rice comes out of the rice cooker you need to be able to dry it and cool it really fast and these wooden uh, rice bowls really help wick away the moisture from your rice. That's really key. And if you don't have, you can get these at any, again, Japanese Asian market, probably you're looking at about maybe twenty bucks or so and they come in all sorts of sizes. This is the sort of the economy size version, which is enough for maybe you, maybe a couple of people's worth of rice. Then This is the larger version, which is enough for, you know, maybe a fairly large group of people. And they even have even bigger ones, which you probably don't need unless you're like planning on feeding the Japanese Imperial Navy or something. If you don't have one of these, again, you can probably get these online too, but if you don't have one of them, um, you can use a wooden bowl, preferably non-varnished, uh, which will sort of work as well. But really, uh, go for the okay, it's really recommended. Anyways, let's get cooking! So the first thing you gotta do is wash your rice. Um, when it comes from the factory, the rice is coated with... Uh, some sort of powder, sometimes talc, sometimes some other uh, cornstarch. Basically, it's done this for. Uh, they do this for protection, and it doesn't taste very good, so you have to wash it away. So take a bowl and measure out with some rice. And I'll try to do this without spilling all over the place. How much rice? Well, if it's just you, maybe you and one other person, about one cup is more than enough. If you got a couple friends over, well, you know, two, three cups. Anyways, once you've measured your rice out, pour it in a bowl and fill it with water. Just a little, just enough to cover the rice. Now the goal here is basically to agitate the rice, to kind of get it to rub the kernels against each other to get all that, that uh, substance off. But we don't want to do it too much or else we'll risk basically crushing the rice into pulp which is not good sushi rice. So here's how you do it. Kind of do a sweeping motion and then press of a sweeping motion and then press down. Sweeping motion press. Basically we're, we are rubbing the rice kernels up against each other and getting all that um, starch or whatever off of them. Keep going. Keep doing, do this for about 30 times. No more or else you'll risk pounding it into pulp which is not good eats. <laughs> Am I gonna get in trouble for saying that? Okay. Once you're done with that, you're gonna want to drain your rice and one, and fill the bowl again with water. This time, however, we're not going to do the whole pressing the kernels thing. Just going to sort of gently agitate, gently agitate the rice kernels, again getting the rest of that starch off. Just gently agitate it. Just do this for about a minute maybe. Very gentle. And finally, when you're done, drain the rice into your or colander or your your mesh th- into your mesh basket here. Now you're gonna to want to let the rice drain it should be it should drain for at least one hour preferably if you can a couple hours or even overnight but if you do it for anything more than say maybe two hours or so you want to stick it in the fridge or else well it'll spoil so anyways let this drain for about an hour okay one hour of time has magically passed thanks to the magic of podcasting And our rice is dry. By the way, um, if you're drying your rice over, especially if you're drying your rice overnight, you should definitely agitate the rice every so often. You know, just kind of go like this, bring the stuff that's on the bottom up to the top. Otherwise, you'll get little moist spots in the middle of your mound of rice. And then it'll spoil and be nasty and ugh. Anyways, so now it's time to load the rice cooker. Actually, um, I actually made a second cup of rice, so I'm, 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 I'm now making two cups of rice. So I'll put that straight in the um, bowl of the uh, rice cooker. And now the ratio of rice to water is one to one. So you use one cup of rice, making one cup of rice, you put it in one cup of water. You can use uh, whatever kind of water you want. I'm using better water. One cup. two cups. All that's left now is to turn the rice cooker on. So, shut the lid, and we want to set the programming on this particular, particular rice cooker uh, we, there's a programming setting for regular or sushi rice. I happen to be on it. So all I have to do is just hit the start button. And away she goes. And our rice is done at last. So you want to use your rice immediately after it's done cooking. So first thing you do is you take your okay and moisten it. Just want to get it uh, nice and damp, not not sopping wet, but just moisten it. There we go. Now we bring on the rice. Actually, mo- Actually, no, moisten your paddle and then use it to gently loosen around the edges of the rice pot so that it makes it easier to get the rice out. Now we dump it. Now you're always going to have, at the bottom of your rice pot, you're always going to have some burned rice. That's just the nature of these rice cookers, obviously don't use it. Okay so, we now have our mass of rice. What do we do next? Now it's time to pour on the sushi vinegar. Now the ratio is ten to one, so ten parts rice to one part sushi vinegar. I have two cups of rice here so that's one fifth of a cup. I don't know. I'm just gonna eyeball it. So Yeah, what right about that Now what you're gonna what the, the the aim here is to kind of evenly distribute it as evenly as possible. So we're just gonna just kinda go right like that nice and even there you go now turn that off the the goal here now is to get it all mixed in so you do this by using your the blade of your wooden rice paddle to kind of cut the rice get break up all those clumps and gently kinda gently mix it all together again you don't want to mash it all t- in or else you'll have rice paste which is not what we're aiming for here so yeah, just gently and I'm probably doing this wrong I've never been trained formally in this so there, there are probably sushi chefs out there going "No!" so deal with it so just and keep gently cutting in and mixing. You want to get try and get as all of your rice coated with the uh, vinegar as much as possible. There we go. Now during this period, it's traditional to have a kitchen slave. <coughs> I mean, assistant sitting there fanning your rice because that helps it to cool down faster. Unfortunately, it's a little difficult to do here. Me just by myself and all. This... Not good, this, there's got to be a better way. Hmm. Ha 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 ha! So the idea is you want to coat the in, the rice kernels with the uh, vinegar mixture, and to do that, just sort of c- gently cut the sushi, the sushi rice with your the blade of your paddle. Your aim here is to break it up, break up all the the clumps as best you can, and gently gently fold in the vinegar mixture. You don't want to mix it too vigorously or else you'll end up with well rice paste which is not what we're aiming to do here. Now disclaimer I have never been professionally trained at this so I'm probably doing this wrong or at least badly so professional sushi chefs out there are probably watching this going "No!" So you'll have to deal with that but this is kind of sort of more or less what to do. Now, when you've got the uh, rice kernels fairly well coated with the uh, vinegar mixture, you're going to want to let this cool because it's still way, 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 way too hot. Um, Sushi rice, the ideal serving temperature is about body temperature, and this is still pretty rocket hot, so you're definitely going to want to let this cool down, but you don't want to let the the rice kernels dry out. So, what you do is you take a a towel, a damp towel, again, damp, not dripping wet, and just uh, cover cover your sushi rice with it until it's cooled down to the appropriate temperature. Okay, so now we're ready to go. Not quite. We need to make some tamizu or hand vinegar. Um, you're going to be handling sticky rice and if your hands are dry well the rice will stick to you which is bad if your hands are wet on the other hand the rice will get wet and soggy and the consistency will just be wrong and ugh. so you want your hands to be damp not wet and uh, what sushi chefs do is they make what's called hand vinegar which is if you want to be precise about it about ten parts uh, water to one part vinegar but what I do is I just get a big old bowl of water and, and just uh, dump a little vinegar in it. It's close enough for government work. And so there you go. And again, you want your hands to be damp but not wet. So you'll see sushi chefs go, you know, dip their hands in it and go. Like that basically knocking most of the water off their hands that no they're not applauding for you so put your ego away so we're ready to go got my hand water rice got my inari which I've cut open and plate to put the finished product on albeit a cheesy plastic one let's do it so again damp but not wet grab a handful of rice good fairly good handful of rice Mm. About a palm-sized uh, amount of rice, and grab one of these inari pouches. They'll have a s- now they'll have a side that's open, and so you want to you'll want to open it up like so, and stuff the rice into it. Right, like that. Boom! There you have it. Like I said, pretty simple, pretty easy to do, fairly inexpensive, great to do with a group of friends when you've got the latest, uh, you know, whatever DVD, the latest DVD of whatever just came in. Again, just sort of find your opening here. Grab a fairly good sized uh, portion of rice and stuff it in. And again, I've never been trained professionally, so real chef, sushi chefs are probably going, Oh, that stupid baka gaijin. So, but, hey, it still tastes good. One quick note, when you're done with your uke, just rinse it with water, um, loosen any rice kernels that got stuck to it, um, dry it thoroughly, and store it in a cool, dry place. If properly taken care of, your uke will last quite a long time. So, I hope you've enjoyed our first Otaku no Podcast video cast. Um, definitely going to be doing some more. Um, so keep your eye on the feed, and we'll see you next time.